back to the Manic Manor podcast. This is Mitchie, and for today's episode, we've got some special guests here. Does everybody want to say hello? Hello. Want to say hello? Hello. Got my mom and my daughter here. So we're getting close to the holiday season, and everybody likes to do something special for the holidays. So, mom, what do you like doing during the holidays? Man, with you guys, <laughs> making candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we've been doing candy and everything. Uh, do you like listening to scary stories oh, during yes. the holidays? Oh, yes. Oh, like yes. the, what Christmas song is it that says that will be, oh, most wonderful time of the year, scary ghost stories. Yes. So what better way to kick off the holiday season right before Christmas than talk about a urban legend slash ghost story that's across the way. So, are you familiar with highway ghosts? Have you heard tales of highway ghosts when you were growing up? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what was the gist of highway ghosts when you were growing up? What were your tales that you were taught? Mm, they were different ones uh, about spectrums and spirits and ghosts that people see on the highways walking. Mm. Uh, there's one in New York, I think it is, Lady in White. Lady in White. That people have picked up along the highway and disappeared. Okay, so it seems kind of funny because it seems it doesn't matter where in the world you go, there is always some sort of tale that is similar. And this one is no different. So, you know, I've been dating Brian for about two years now. He comes from South Korea, so I've been getting into all of the Korean urban legends and scary stories, and this one he happened to teach me, but I also learned about it through um, the Dark Side of Soul podcast. You know, I follow Joe Joe and Sean. Um, This one is about Jairo, the Jairo Highway. And I told you a little bit about it before we started. Yes. Uh, Jairo Highway, Freedom Road, essentially, um, it's a motorway that goes all the way up from, like, it connects Seoul to pretty much the demilitarized zone and where South Korea and North Korea meet. Um, just a little bit of, like, a backstory about this highway. They started the construction on it back in 1990 in May, and... By 1992, part of it was ready for the public, and then by 1994, the entire thing, like it was a four-lane highway that would take you from Seoul to Paju, and Paju is like right up there near the border. Okay. I want to say something. What do you want to say, kiddo? So, down the public's way, to be safe, um, take care of your pets. Take care of your pets, yes. Take care of your pets while you're on the road. So, with this highway, it's been notorious for having a lot of mist on it and a lot of car accidents, especially in certain areas. Um, One of the areas is kind of between, it's between Seoul and another city, and the name of that city is Goyang, and that's where a lot of the activity is known to occur, and this activity is people will be driving Particularly if it's like a dark night, or if it's like rainy, stormy, or there's a lot of fog, and they see a woman on the side of the road, either she's standing or she's walking, and a lot of people, 
either they're coming home from work or they're coming back from partying in Hongdae, and Hongdae is literally just party central, like people get drunk and then they drive home. But that's neither here nor there. But so many people, including Korean celebrities, have said that they'll be driving along and they see this woman. Now, some people will stop and kind of do, you know, the Good Samaritan thing, ask if she needs help or anything. But when they pull up, they think she's wearing dark sunglasses, and it's kind of strange for her to be doing that at night. But when they pull up and look at her, there are no eyes. It is black eye sockets. Wow. That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So just imagine you're driving down the highway in the middle of the night, and you see this woman, like, dressed in white, barefoot, and you think she's in trouble or something. You pull up to try to help her, and it's this eye socket eyeless woman just staring at you. Ooh. What, kid? I'm going to say something to you. Okay, go ahead. So, one of the people's odds rats, they, they had to be um, at the hospital. Yeah, when there's car crashes, people do go to the hospital sometimes. Uh-huh. And then when they, when they die, they go to the hospital. But now they the damn stone. Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of things where they say they don't know exactly who this woman could be. But the tale always goes is that it's a woman. And it's a woman dressed in white or something. Uh, one of my followers, and I follow them on my Instagram, uh, 1031st Official, I told you that they said that they had been driving down Seoul and they could have sworn that they saw a woman in white walking alongside the road. And this I'm woman... i they didn't stop. <laughs> I don't think they stopped. They didn't say anything about stopping. Um, <coughs> Sean and Joe, they did an episode on the dark side of Seoul. They were driving in Paju because I think at the time oh, yeah. Sean's... I know what that lady was. Okay, kiddo. So he was wearing a bright shirt and a bright shot. Dude, her name was Okay. But like I was saying, Sean said that um, while they were driving in Paju, because at that time, I don't know if he still lives in that area or not, but he lived close to that area. So they were driving and talking about ghost stories. And the title of the episode is, uh, I think it is, Ghost Stories on Jairo Highway. And the first story that they brought up was the hollow-eyed woman, I think is what a lot of sources said her name was. And he said that he had friends and people that he interviewed that said that they would be driving down the road and they would see her. And because it's on a part of the highway that is so densely crowded, they can't really stop. There was one woman, she was crossing a bridge that was on this highway, and she saw this woman that was uh, standing over there looking like she was going to jump. So she kind of like, in her peripheral vision, saw her and saw that she didn't have eyes and it freaked her out. And Sean said she said she screamed in the car and was like freaking out driving home. That's creepy. Very creepy. And I think what's even creepier about it is that even to this day, despite this ghost being so popular, nobody knows who she is. Nobody knows if this is a real thing or if it's mass hysteria, but... Well, has anybody investigated? 
Actually, yes. Um, back around 2005, there was a lot of um, shows that came out on like local news, uh, not news networks, but like local broadcasting stations over in South Korea. And they did specials on this ghost. And on one of those um, specials, they were talking about um, getting a psychic. A psychic came and started kind of looking at the area on the highway where this ghost was said to be at the most. And from what the psychic said, their work, whatever they did, determined that this was somebody that had been a victim of a murder, is what oh, they wow. said. Like, they said she had been strangled either in a car and dumped or strangled on the side of the highway and her body left for dead. Um, one of the other broadcasts that I had listened to on YouTube had stated that she had talked, the psychic herself had talked to someone that used to be a police officer, and there was kind of a concluding story of a victim that they did find on the side of the highway at that time, but they didn't really disclose any names or anything, so that's kind of, I guess you can kind of leave it to the imagination whether or not that's actually true. But all the locals in this area, and like I said, even Korean celebrities have said that they've seen her so um in Jaws. Yeah. So nobody really knows what who this person is, but there's been a lot of stories. There's even a classic one, one like what you hear in the United States, that there is a taxi driver that pulls over, picks her up, she gives the coordinates of this place that she says is her house. He takes her there only for it to be a graveyard. Yes, that, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. See, it kind of seems funny that there's a lot of like correlation between the ghost stories that we hear about the roads Mommy, here in America versus right South Korea. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> so... In the episode that Sean and Joe did for the ghost stories, Sean speculates that this could be a um, vicious ghost that is haunting that area. So it could be very likely that whoever this is or whatever this is could have been somebody that died and they're angry or they don't even realize that they're dead so their soul is like attached to that part of the land. That or they do realize that they're dead and they're haunting out of anger and they're jealous of all these people that get to drive freely and live but their lives, but they can't. Has this spirit ever tried to hurt anyone? Well, that's the thing. See, Jairo Highway, especially in that one portion, is known for having a lot of traffic accidents. Like a lot of fender benders and people who are naysayers and skeptics could chalk it up to the drunk people that come out from partying at all the clubs in Hongdae or just being super tired after working long hours because of the work culture in South Korea at times. So some people will chalk it up to saying either these people are overly tired or they're drunk and that's what's causing accidents, or it could be the fog that overlaps. But people who are believers will turn around and say the spirit is the one causing this fog and causing all of these accidents. Could be. You know, could be the spirit. Yeah. So there was, um, uh, there was like YouTube specials and YouTube videos that people did. Um, 
I've got a link to the video that I will actually put into my show notes where this guy, he he's Korean and he breaks it down a lot better than I can. And so he's talking about the psychic where they were trying to figure out who this person was and they did a sketch and everything. And this person looks super scary. Like, I, I'm going to show it to you. Let me pull it up here and I'll show it to you. And it's pretty freaky looking, huh? Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Very scary. Oh. <laughs> that's still me. <laughs> it didn't scare you? Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did, Mom. Did it scare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of doctors and, like, psychiatrists and everything think that this is a mass hysteria that's going on and that it's just another urban legend that's been circling around, like, you know, how Bloody Mary is an urban legend and there's kind of a little tie between the American Bloody Mary and this hollow-eyed woman versus um, the stories where you pick up the vanishing hitchhiker in America and all that. So what do you think it actually could be? Well, I really don't know. It could be possibly a spirit that had been murdered mm -hmm. and she's looking for revenge out for the person that done it. Yeah. You can't, you know, you really don't know until you've been in that situation. Yeah, for real. And I don't know if Brian had ever traveled on that highway, but I know when Joe and Sean were driving, it was during the daytime, so I don't know if they necessarily encountered anything spooky or paranormal, but the fact that there's been plenty of people... The fact that there has been plenty of people that have come forth and say, no, I saw her. She's become quite a part of Korean history and their urban legends. Like, um, you remember when I told you about the, like, scary series that they had on Netflix called Gwedam? Yes. So, the second, I think it's the second episode in Gwedam, and I think the actual title of everything is Doshi Gwedam, which is, translates into, like, city legends, urban legends and everything. Yeah. The second episode is called Destination, and it kind of revolves around this hollow-eyed woman, because there, well, this is going to be a spoiler alert for anybody that's not seen it, so if you don't want it to be spoiled, skip ahead a little bit. So you have a taxi driver, he's working really late at night, it's in the middle of Seoul, uh, he pulls over when he sees this flashing yellow light to get a little bit of rest. So, from, like, 10 or 11 at night until, like, 3.30 in the morning, he's asleep. And right as it hits 3.30, a woman gets in the car. And he's, like, trying to rub the sleep out of his eyes and everything. And she says, can you take me to the, um, to this motel in, I think it's, like, the Samjung Motel in Islan. Which is, I don't think it's too far out of Seoul, so he tries to put it into his GPS, but he can't find it, so he looks back at her and says, do you know where it's at? And she just kind of slightly nods, and she's got the long, dark hair, and it's covering her face like what you would see out of the ring. Yeah. So they start driving down the road, and she tells him to turn right, but it's just a straight road. I mean, if he turned right, he would have crashed into a car or a building. And she keeps telling him to turn right, so he calls her a crazy bitch. And after that, 
She's not in the back of the car. She's standing in the middle of the road, and he almost hits her. Wow. So he slams on the brakes, and, like, he's so shell-shocked and tired and has no idea what's going on, so he's freaking out, and he's shaking. He turns around to ask her if she's okay, because now she's back in the backseat of the car, and she's got her hands covering her face, and it's those long, skinny, bony ones with a sharp, pointed nail, and when she pulls her hands away, there's nothing, no eyeballs, it's just an eye socket with blood coming out of it. So he starts freaking out and screaming, and she kind of, like, takes her eyes that are in her hands, and they look at him, and he looks at it, and the next thing you know, like, you just hear all these, like, disgusting squelching sounds, and then everything just stops and goes back to normal, but when it pans up to him, now he has no eyes. And the taxi just drives off. So that's how it's been tied into popular culture in Korea, and now it's being introduced into the United States. But I've never heard of anything as graphic as that actually happening to people that have encountered her, just them getting the shit scared out of them, essentially. So I feel like they did a lot of that, you know, for the scare factor and the gore factor of everything. It's almost like the black-eyed children. Oh, yeah, black-eyed children, like, I guess the black-eyed children are kind of similar, but I've seen people say the black-eyed children are more like aliens than they are ghosts. Well, they always say if you encounter, come in contact, do not let them in, do not throw your window down. Well, look, if I see somebody coming towards me and, they, and they've got, like, pure black eyes or just eye sockets, they ain't coming near me. I'm gonna, like, <coughs> reverse it the hell out of there and let Tokyo yeah. drift my ass away. <laughs> so, no thank you. No. But that is the legend of the gyro ghost. So, I wonder if they'll have, like, some sort of, like, special, another special come on, because it looks like all the specials that I saw was, like, early 2000s, so. Yeah. Since they are, since it is becoming so popular and, you Well, know, has anybody else seen this Well, lots of people, lots of people have actually. Just now, you know, just recently. Well, I'm assuming the one I told you about the 1031st official, I'm assuming that they saw the ghost fairly recently. Because it seemed, <sighs> seems like it was, like, very fresh in their mind. And I'm sure a lot of people still see it. A lot of locals say that they see it. So, the fact that this has still been carrying on, and, well, you know... people are still seeing it, mm -hmm. to this day... Right. It must be a spirit that is walking. But I wonder if it's warning them about something, or yeah, that's if she's thing. looking for something. Yeah, that's another thing. Could this spirit have always been there, or is this something that just come up? Like, did something happen when the highway was being constructed? Because it seems like, you know, the highway was made in the 90s, and there wasn't really a whole lot of... Well, I'm sure there was a lot of spectra, uh, like speculations and sightings reported, but different countries are different about reporting a lot of things, especially when it comes to Supernatural, so I don't know if it just kind of stayed hush-hush off the record because of, you know, how the government was or what it could have been, but th I think that's what makes this um, tale and mystery 
so interesting and that's what makes it my favorite ghost tale is because you know so much but still yet so little about it yeah Pretty it's cool. like here in the United States mm -hmm. we have stories and people seeing things uh, apparitions you mm -hmm. know it all goes back to the Indians they mm -hmm. even seen things Right, yeah, I mean, since, I mean, the dawn of time with the Native Americans and all that, there's been all sorts of tales of specters and everything like that, so that it's kind of nice and kind of neat and spooky and cool at the same time, seeing that all around the world, even in places that you didn't well, think that you could have connections, cool. there is some sort of connection. But that is the story and the tale of the Gyro Highway Spirit. So maybe we can, maybe in the future they can figure out who this person actually is or actually study into it more. Yeah. Who knows? But that'll be a good ghost story to keep you warm during the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> well, that does it for the, uh, this week's episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed. If there's anything that you would like to add on, please feel free to reach out to me. You can email us at manicmanorpodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook or Instagram as well at manicmanorpodcast. And we also have a Patreon as well, Manic Manor Podcast, that you can subscribe to if you feel so inclined. So until then, see you in the next episode.